Welcome to the Midweek Booster for November 3rd, 2010. I'm Rick Moyer. Today we're in Acts chapter 16 from the Message Bible. And here's what it has to say. Paul came first to Derby, then Lystra. He found a disciple there by the name of Timothy, son of a devout Jewish mother and Greek father. Friends in Lystra and Iconium all said what a fine young man he was. Paul wanted to recruit him for their mission, but first took him aside and circumcised him so he wouldn't offend the Jews who lived in those parts. They all knew that his father was Greek. As they traveled from town to town, they presented the simple guidelines the Jerusalem apostles and leaders had come up with. That turned out to be the most helpful. Day after day, the congregations became stronger in faith and larger in size. They went to Phrygia and then on through the region of Galatia. Their plan was to turn west into Asia province, but the Holy Spirit blocked that route. So they went to Mycenae and tried to go north to Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus wouldn't let them go there either. Proceeding on through Mycenae, they went down to the seaport Traos. The night That night, Paul had a dream. A Macedonian stood on the far shore and called across the sea, Come over to Macedonia and help us. The dream gave Paul his map. He went to work at once, getting things ready to cross over to Macedonia. All the pieces had come together. We knew now for sure that God had called us to preach the good news to the Europeans. Putting out from the harbor of Troas, we made a straight run for Samothrace. The next day, we tied up in New City and walked from there to Philippi, the main city in the part of Macedonia, and, even more importantly, a Roman colony. We lingered there several days. On the Sabbath, we left the city and went down along the river, where we had heard there was to be a prayer meeting. We took our place with the women who had gathered there and talked with them. One woman, Lydia, was from Thyrotaria and a dealer in expensive textiles, known to be a God-fearing woman. As she listened with intensity to what was being said, the master gave her a trusting heart, and she believed. After she was baptized, along with everyone in her household, she said in a surge of hospitality, If you're confident that I'm in this with you, and you believe in the master truly, come home with me and be my guest. We hesitated, but she wouldn't take no for an answer. One day, on our way to the place of prayer, a slave girl ran into us. She was a psychic and, with her fortune-telling, made a lot of money for the people who owned her. She started following Paul around, calling everyone's attention to us by yelling out, These men are working for the Most High God! They're laying out the road of salvation for you! She did this for a number of days until Paul, finally fed up with her, turned and commanded that the spirit that possessed her, OUT! In the name of Jesus Christ, get out of her! And it was gone, just like that. When her owners saw that their lucrative little business was suddenly bankrupt, they went after Paul and Silas, roughed them up, and dragged them into the market square. Then the police arrested them and pulled them into court with this accusation. These men are disturbing the peace, dangerous Jewish agitators, subverting our Roman law and order. By this time, the crowd had turned into a restless mob out for blood. The judges went along with the mob, had Paul and Silas' clothes ripped off, and ordered a public beating. After beating them black and blue, they threw them into jail, telling the jailkeeper to put them under heavy guards so that there would be no chance of escape. 
and he did just that, threw them into the maximum security cell in the jail and clamped leg irons on them. Along about midnight, Paul and Silas were at a prayer and singing a robust hymn to God. The other prisoners couldn't believe their ears. Then, without warning, a huge earthquake. The jailhouse tottered. Every door flew open. All the prisoners were loose. Startled from sleep, the jailer saw all the doors swinging loose on their hinges. Assuming that all the prisoners had escaped, he pulled out his sword and was about to do himself in, figuring he was as good as dead anyway, when Paul stopped him. Don't do that! We're all still here. Nobody's run away. The jailer got a torch and ran inside. Badly shaken, he collapsed in front of Paul and Silas. He led them out of the jail and asked, Sirs, what do I have to do to be saved, to really live? They said, Put your entire trust in the Master Jesus. Then you'll live as you were meant to live, and everyone in your household included. They went on to spell out in detail the story of the Master. The entire family got in on this part. They never did get to bed that night. The jailer made them feel at home, dressed their wounds, and then, he couldn't wait till morning, was baptized. He and everyone in his family. There in his home, he had food set out for a festive meal. It was a night to remember. He and his entire family had put their trust in God. Everyone in the house was in on their celebration. At daybreak, the court judges sent officers with the instructions, release these men. The jailer gave Paul the message. The judges sent word that you're free to go on your way. Congratulations. Go in peace. But Paul wouldn't budge. He told the officers, They beat us up in public and threw us in jail. Roman citizens in good standing. And now, they want to get us out of the way on the sly without anyone knowing? Nothing doing. If they want us to be out of here, let them come themselves and lead us out in broad daylight. When the officers reported this, the judges panicked. They had no idea that Paul and Silas were Roman citizens. They hurried over and apologized personally, escorting them from the jail, and then asked them if they wouldn't please leave the city. Walking out of the jail, Paul and Silas went straight to Lydia's house, saw their friends again, encouraged them in the faith, and only then went on their way. There you go. That is none other than the Message Bible, Acts chapter 16. Hope you enjoyed that. Coming up next time on the Taking With You podcast, Amy and I share all about our fun trip to Seattle and what we got to do on our birthdays. It's just a big, fun conversation, and I think you'll enjoy it with lots of cool things. So join us for the next Take Him With You. And thanks again for joining me for the Midweek Booster. Love to hear from you. Rick at Take Him With You or Amy at Take Him With You is our email addresses. Love to hear from you. Have a great day, and God bless you. Coming soon, the exciting follow-up to my Stargazer music project, the short story and musical journey of M.W. Orbit. Greetings. I am MW Orbit. Is there anyone there? Join MW Orbit, NASA's first artificially intelligent deep space probe, as he visits the Milky Way galaxy looking for life.
MW updates his blog on where he is on his journey. He takes your email and Twitters and answers questions. Then, in a few weeks, he'll be downloading his journey interpreted through music. Initiating translation. Visit mw-orbit.com to read up on MW's progress. Coming soon, MW Orbit, the new interactive story and music project by me, Rick Moyer. Join MW as he journeys through the Milky Way galaxy, searching for life. Visit mw-orbit.com today.